Now let's talk about five ways to use email marketing to grow your church. Perfect. So welcome to episode number three. I'm excited to have you on the Church Marketing Agency podcast. We're going to be discussing how to use email to grow your church. If you didn't catch episode number two, which will be 002, should be right below this one, um, check it out. We're talking about why the church should be using email marketing and some of the various email marketing tools that are available and which ones are probably going to be a better fit and which ones you should probably absolutely stay away from at all costs. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Five ways to use email to grow your church. First of all, email is very simple. We made a comment in the last episode. How do you get people to give you their name and Email, simply put it on a comment card. If your church has a welcome card when people come in to sit down, you know, just put a link below there or put a you know line on it and says, you know, can we do you give us permission to contact you via email for weekly updates? They can just write their email in there, click a little yes button, or just you know, write the word yes, or just the fact that they gave you the email has given you permission to market to them. They say, but Charles, what happens if they don't want to get my emails? Well. First of all, there's a little link at the bottom of every email that goes out that's commercial that says, hey, if you don't want to get this email anymore, you can click a link and unsubscribe and we'll never contact you again. Luckily for us, all these email software providers do that for you automatically. They include the link. They take care of the database so you don't have to worry about it. So with that said, five ways to use email to grow your church. First of all, we need to look at it as each one is going to have a different segment. Now you say, what do you mean, Charles? We hadn't got into this. Okay, think about this. Do you have a youth group? Yes. Okay, good. Do you have maybe an addiction recovery? Maybe do you have a men's or women's club? Maybe you've got a normal podcast that goes out every week. Maybe you've got like church bulletin updates. Well, guess what? We don't have to send one email with every single piece of it, you know, all these things together. We can, you know, maybe if you're in the youth group, you would get a youth group oriented email. You're probably not interested in stuff that your mom and dad are dealing with. So I would give the youth group their own email. You say, but Charles, how do we do that? Well, inside of every one of these email systems, we have the ability to create a list or segment. Don't want to get complicated, but just imagine you have an entire apple pie. This pie is mom and dad. This slice of the pie is the kids. This slice of the pie can be youth, re, you know, addiction recovery. Another slice of the pie could be people who are in marriage counseling, marriage training. This is, you know, a segment of the pie for people who are single. And guess what? All these pieces of pies can overlap. You could also be single, and you could also fall into maybe an addiction recovery, or you may fall into a men's group. You can fall into each one of those segments. And I'm not going in here how we segment out because every software is different. But what I would like to tell you is you're marketing to people and we have to be relevant. That's one of the big issues that the church has been having is staying relevant in a digital age. We're used to getting instant feedback, CNN, ABC, NBC. There's like a million news channels that are like pretty much fighting for the attention of your mind 24 hours a day. Now, I've had one pastor go, Charles, you know what? If God wants my church to grow, he's going to make it grow. Um, you're right, but you know, if you look at the early testament, guess what? These guys had to go out, and if you look at, you know, even any, you know, if you open the Bible in any way, people had to go out and do things. You know, you just don't sit here and stuff doesn't always come to you. You have to go out and do things. God expects you to do some work. So let's come back to this. So our segment will be for a youth group. 
we may be updating them. Hey, we've got Collide at nine p.m. or at seven p.m. Tuesday. Make sure you bring a friend. We've got you know if you bring a friend, we have free pizza and snacks for you. Also, you know, don't forget we're having a trip to Carowinds in two weeks on January thirteenth. Totally just making this date up. You know, make sure you get your permission slip signed and back. You know, back from the parents. Guess what? You could email that to the kids directly, and you, know, you keep them updated in that. Also, for the parents. Yeah, you could send an email to the parents. Hey, you know, just want to touch bases. We've got a trip on Carowinds. You know, be at the church at 2 o'clock. We're leaving at 2.30. Make sure Johnny has money for food, permission slip, uh, you know, a towel, some suntan lotion. And we'll be back at 12 that evening. I'm totally making that up as an example. But that email could go out to the parents. That A, well, I mean, I don't know about you, but things that I say I'm not going to forget Somewhere in this wide world with everything fighting for my attention, I often forget things that are extremely important to me. And this can often cause problems. So by connecting with the parents, connecting with the children, you're able to keep tabs of these people from the standpoint of, I got this information to you. And it allows the parents to ask back, they can reply back, and you can easily set these emails to go to the youth pastor or whoever's in charge, so it's not a big deal. So you're not sitting here having to filter through everybody's email. But that way it will go to the person in charge. They can have that communication. You're out of the loop, which means less you need to do because you've already got enough to do. The next thing you can look at is if you've got a men's or women's club. Maybe the men's club meets on Monday. Maybe the women's club meets on Wednesday. And maybe they rotate houses or maybe you've got a small group going on or maybe you've got a church plant. You can send messages that are relevant and directly to them. If you've got a church plant in the next city, you could use that to help, you know, get people going on there. Hey, you know, we just want to touch basis services at Sunday at 9. Make sure you bring a friend for this to anybody that you think, you know, would be interested in coming. Now, this is where we're about to get a lot of leverage. We've talked about men's group, women's group, recovery, small church or small plant, church plant, small groups, normal services. Maybe when the guy, or, you know, or whoever your communications director is, when they post the podcast for your weekly service, they could send an email that goes, hey, the podcast is posted for the service. Here's some important notes and here's some you know information you might want to know about the podcast. Very simple. Now, the way that we do this, we don't want to do anything that would be a one-off scenario. That means if I send an email, I expect to get multiple, multiple uses out of it. We can easily put social media, cough, cough, Facebook, Twitter, likes in the email. So if I'm opening an email, it's like, hey, share this on Twitter, share this on Facebook, share this on YouTube. Guess what? You would be amazed at how many people in your church would go like your fan page, follow you on Twitter, share stuff, maybe subscribe on YouTube, whatever the case may be. You would be absolutely amazed at how many people would do that, that they would normally not have that opportunity to. Because guess what? You said something in church, and I don't know about you, but I'm not bringing my phone up in church to like check it. I just feel like that's bad juju. But when I get an email after church, it would make it very easily. Oh, yeah, let me like the church page. Let me share this. Let me do this. Let me do this. It literally creates a viral loop of people sharing this content. And when they share it, everyone in their, their let's just say their immediate group. I'm trying to you know not use technical terms. But everyone that you know they're friends with, it will start getting posted out into their news feeds, creating a viral aspect, creating some viral growth there. That's very important. And it also lets people, and this is more importantly, it also lets people support your church digitally. Because as people are liking your page and sharing your page, you're giving signals back to Facebook and Google and Twitter and everybody else that, hey, your content is worth sharing. Your content is worth listening to. 
because I see so many pastors with just amazing, amazing services. And they, you know, they go, hey, Charles, we got this amazing service, but nobody's listening to it. Well, if you're putting it up there and you're expecting people to come to it, you know, you probably wouldn't just open a church and expect people to come to it because there's a sign. You have to kind of do something to get people to it. And the more they like it, the more they share it, the more viral it becomes. More importantly, you're sending signals back to people that matter that your content is worth listening to. So those are five ways you can grow your church using email marketing. It's not difficult. It's not hard. It's something that's very easy to do. And I highly recommend everyone who's not using this to go ahead and take advantage of it. Now, with that said, if you want to know more about how to get people to give you their name and emails, go back to episode number 2002 and listen to that. Also, as always, this podcast is sponsored by the in this case, the Church Marketing Agency. We're here to do one thing, to help your church with digital marketing. We can help you lay out a game plan. We can actually do the digital marketing for you. We can also do an audit to see what you've been doing in the past, see what's effective, and we can also show you how to start getting a trackable and measurable result. So with that said, if you're interested in that, head over to the churchmarketingagency.com or should be in the description of this podcast. You should be able to click it. And as always, I would really appreciate it if you go ahead and like this podcast in iTunes or wherever you're at, if you would please give me a comment, that really means a lot. And also, one of the ways that we're growing this podcast is with positive comments. Just the way that Facebook gets a signal when somebody shares it, iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere else we're using, the more people share this, the more people comment on it, the more people rate this, the higher we travel up in the, you know, the world of podcasting. And that gives us the ability to affect more people. So... I would really appreciate it if you go ahead and like it, share it, give me some feedback on it, and always, at the end of the day, make sure you're growing your church for the kingdom. This is Charles Kirkland. Hope you enjoyed it. Can't wait to talk to you again.